Hello everyone and welcome you all to the first episode of the Complex Lives. Uh, we uh, deal with many kinds of situations in our day-to-day life. May it be love, hate, anguish or any kind of complexities. Uh, we try to deal with that but at some point of time we get out of out of that uh, situation where we can't restrict ourselves to a certain limit. Uh, so here I am and we will discuss on some of the topics like that. So the first topic of the first episode here uh, we have here is love. So love is a basically is a, it's a complex set of emotions, behaviors and beliefs associated with strong feelings of affection, protectiveness, warmth and respect for another person. Love can also be used to apply to non-human animals or principles and to religious beliefs. Now, uh, love has been a favorite uh, topic of philosophers, poets, writers and scientists for generations. And there have been different people and groups uh, have often uh, fought about this definition. While most people agree that love implies strong feelings of affection, there are also many disagreements about its precise meaning and one person's like you say I, lo- I love you uh, might mean something quite different to another person's okay so uh, some possible definitions of love love might include okay like uh, a willingness to prioritize another's well-being or happiness abo- above uh, one another or uh, extreme uh, feelings of attachment affection and need now uh, or like you know dramatic sudden feelings of attraction and respect or a fleet of emotion of care affection and like or a choice to commit to uh, help or respect or care for an- another person such as in a marriage or while you have a child so such combinations or such kind of emotions uh, sums up to like you know love or what you say in the present society now there has been much debate about whether love is a choice um, or is it something that is permanent or fleeting and whether the love is between the family members and spouses or is it biologically programmed or culturally uh, indoctrined now love may vary from person to person and culture to culture each of the debates about love may be accurate in sometimes some place from a certain perspective for example uh, in some inst- instances uh, like uh, love may be a choice while in others it may feel uncontrollable like you know uh, i began to realize that uh, romantic love is not an emotion so uh, that uh, depends on a person or you know that's a perspective of its own uh, belief or own experience that a person feel now in fact i had always uh, thought it was a series of emotions from very high to very low uh, but actually it's a drive it comes from the motor of the mind the wanting part of the mind the craving part of the mind the uh, kind of part of the mind when you uh, are reaching for that piece of chocolate uh, when you want to win that promotion uh, at work the motor of the brain it's a drive that 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 thing uh, drives you on for some kind of a you know a kind of emotion or certain things 
but the main characteristics of a romantic love uh, are craving like you crave for a chocolate or or, or a cake right like an intense craving to be uh, with a particular person uh, not just as, uh, sexually but emotionally it would be nice to uh, you know go to bed with them but you want them to call you on the telephone to invite you out etc to tell you uh, that they love you now eventually what happens is love in a way or other makes you feel uh, addicted now there are neuroscientists uh, have resta- uh, who have established uh, that we respond to love in the same way we respond to drugs now once we have experienced it uh, we want it more that's uh, very simple now this is because uh, love uh, creates addiction thinking about the person you uh, love triggers activity in the ventral tegmental area the vta of the brain which releases a flood of uh, neurotransmitters dopamine ox- oxytocin and uh, serotonin and these are big terms in um, medical terms and like you know you don't have to go through that but yeah uh, into this these are uh, like kind of a pleasure chemicals that are released into the brain uh, rewards or what you say as a pleasure centers uh, and they cavitate the nucleus and the nucleus accum- uh, accumbens now uh, you know uh, this experience gives uh, the lover uh, much of a extraordinary ad- addictive high now uh, we can say it's like you know like bas- basically a guy uh, high with uh, most of the coke or you know kind of drugs that um, is available so love is considered uh, an addiction for simple fact that you can't get enough of it uh, we seek love and adoration acceptance and community at every turn uh, in our lives so the uh, mix of affection attraction and arousal triggers fireworks uh, in the uh, brain itself now this uh, this 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 particular thing this brain uh it really uh, fucks you up when uh, uh, you know you you are thinking about love now a study found that uh, once our brain <clears throat> have uh, gotten a taste of something it's very hard uh, for us to ignore it like um like there is a principle of a 21 days uh, principle like if you want to get to ha- get habituated with certain things like you can get within a 21 days like if you follow that thing for the for consecutively for 21 days our brain will continue want uh, to activate those feel of good chemicals you know which is why a love is sometimes described as an addiction this is also why breakup can also be messy to deal with now um, uh, there are certain things like uh, also like loves uh, makes you feel obsessed now this is a common behavior in uh, really interesting uh, have you like uh, if i ask a certain question like have you ever fallen in love and noticed that you have uh, become obsessed with your partner like there is a explanation for this uh, like you know uh, according to scientists love triggers the part of our brain uh, that are also activated in the brains of cocaine addicts like uh, additionally the flood uh, the flood of uh, dopamine uh, oxytocin and uh, serotonin uh, when feeling in love gives the body such an incredible high yet the body always seeks to be in the balance therefore when our body returns to a more balanced state it gives the feeling 
of losing control now all of these things um that i'm saying that uh, or that has been said by professionals uh, contribute to having the addictive feeling now uh, love also um, makes you experience uh, uh, recklessness now how, how is that so now suppose you have been in love and uh, then you know the term uh, crazy in love right uh, is a real thing now research confirms that we are more willing to take risk when we are in love now it's like you know kind of a stuntman yeah 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 perfectly now uh, a prefront uh, our uh, prefrontal cortex like you know in the brain uh, that's in the brain that's uh, that's the brain's mechanism for uh, logic and reasoning now that what that uh, does is like it drops a gear when we are in love at the same time the amygdala the warning us uh, against the threats also works less now this this results of this effects now you know because we it's doing something the brain is doing something uh, we we will get certain results out of that so the results of the effect is what we end up looking at the world through rose colored glasses like everything looks you know pink 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 and you will be running behind everything now this makes us uh, less than an ideal choice than our brains are preoccupied with love now when we are in love we have no need to be defensive and we tend to see things from a positive point of view which stop us from questioning our actions thoughts and feelings and it can leave us wondering what the like you know what the heck just happened like why i am doing this now there can be certain instances where uh, love and lust can happen at the same time and not necessarily for the same person now according to uh, neuroscientists love and lust appear to be separate but it's overlapping now neural responses in the brain uh, they both uh, produce a high and they are both addictive uh, but they are different enough that uh, they can coexist now here's the most interesting fact like uh, they they are like you know like this love and lust they are uh, distinct enough that you can lust after one person while being in love with another now suppose how how is that possible like obviously uh, this uh, can cause real problems in relationship like if you love one person but lust uh, after another obviously there will be certain uh, differences that will arise in your relationship however you can use this knowledge to actively focus on the person you love so that you develop a stronger attachment to them over time uh, you will increase the presence of uh, oxytocin and uh, vasopressin in your brain kicking the neural presence uh or the response of lust into gear so what will happen is like basically uh, the person you love you'll start having a feeling of lust for that person also so you know then there won't be a problem in the relationship now once in love your eyes are like you know gets bigger than the heart uh, so what does that mean like according to researchers men and women behave differently when in love so when a man is in love he is constantly on the lookout for visual cues of love like you know this visual cortex uh, is more active when love is triggered in the brain and he will continue to look for visual confirmation 
in his life that the love is real now women on the other hand don't require visual cues to know that they are in love or they have a strong bond with someone they seem to rely more on a inner feelings of love like trust me guys women they have a very 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 high inner feelings now love also is like you know it's blur like it's true that love can make you uh, feel like you are flying on a cloud or uh, or that uh, everything in life is at uh, as it should be like you know um, that's because a love can mess with your brain like it can fuck you fuck your brain like you no know, like hell out now however according to research uh, women who are in love tend to have a have an overactive uh, hippocampus like which is uh, the part of the brain that triggers memory keeping as a uh, compared to with men now that's why women are more likely to remember special dates and occasions and uh, that's why men are likely to forget to buy something for valentines day so simple now now a key lesson for men in this is relationships like uh, women remember almost everything guys when women like you know when you said that 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 will you marry me to till when you said i can't cook or i can't do this they fucking remember everything guys please do not underestimate your woman okay so they remember everything now again coming to that eye contact is the gateway to the heart like Uh, have you ever gazed into your lover's eye uh, and uh, lost yourself for a moment of course like you know we we, we do that we we have certain you know uh, time that we fall into that now your brain is working really hard to process the information it receives from your eyes and when you get lost in the eyes of another your brain doesn't know what to do with that information now newborns and lovers have this in common they make eye contact to uh, form an emotion emotional co- connection where uh, this eye contact between lovers to uh, form an emotional connection isn't just a romantic notion it's also a biological reality now according to uh, many researchers the connection that is made uh, can solidify the feelings of love and make it a more as a, a realistic uh, one now let's uh, talk about some other prospect uh, like kind of you know monogamy uh, like how it influences uh, by the chemicals in your brain now in turns out that if your partner has uh, cheated on you uh, it might not actually actually be their fault like every time we 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 think like okay there might be their fault or they might be cheating because they like someone else other than us but trust me guys some brains are weird to seek out love in any form they can get like you know like however studies have shown that we can change our uh, cheating ways by introducing higher levels of feel good hormones like oxytocin which allows us to be happy in our current love arrangement rather than go looking for love in all wrong places now uh, physical connectedness is another aspect of love now, now according to research love hormones uh, also contribute to the intense uh, sexual chemistry between new couples 
oxytocin also with uh, vasopressin are also present in our bodies when we are in love now these are hormones uh, connected to nursing mother uh, infant attachment and pregnancy now also called as a cuddle hormone oxytocin is released during sex right after the climax to help couples develop a deeper social bond now it helps deepen feelings of attachment now oxytocin can also give a feelings of contentment and security however vasopressin in the other hand is the chemical associated with long term and monogamous relationships now the difference between the two chemicals may be the reason why passion fades as couples develop a stronger attachment to each other now many people will say like you know love is blind love no believe it or not there is also a scientific basis to the old age uh, statement that uh, love is blind now when we are in love we deactivate the neural pathways associated with negative emotions like uh, judgment of fear now our brains uh, process negative and positive emotions using two different neuropaths the prefrontal cortex uh, to the nucleus accumbens for positive emotions and the nucleus accumbens to the <clears throat> amygdala um for negative emotions now uh, love hormones uh, tends to block the later neuropath so basically the brain's capacity to make critical assessment is lessened when we uh, feel love towards someone like you know but there has been a lot of speculations a lot of discussions about the love versus lust now especially in the early stage of relationship it can be difficult to tell the difference between love and lust both are associated with physical attraction and an intoxicating rush of feel good chemicals now coupled with a often overwhelming desire to uh, be closer to one another person but only one is long lasting that's love now uh, love is something that is uh, cultivated like you know you can't uh, you can't force someone to uh, love you now love is something that is cultivated between two peoples and uh, grows over time now uh, through getting to know him or her and experiencing uh, life's many ups and downs together now it involve uh, like commitment time mutual trust and acceptance now trust on the other uh, sorry i mean lust on the other hand has to do with uh, the sex driven sensations that draw people towards one another initially and uh, is fueled primarily uh, by the urge of uh, uh, urge to uh, procreate uh, char- uh, characterized by sex hormones and idealistic infatuations now lust blurs our ability to see a person for who he or she truly is and con- consequently it may or may not uh, lead to a long term relationship for instance uh, lana is a committed uh, relationship with uh, steve and her sexual desire for him is uh, waning now uh, she loves the uh, and cares for him but she finds herself feeling restless and dissatisfied with their physical relationship now when she meets uh, brandon now uh, she uh, experiences instant feelings of attraction and longing the chemical messengers in her brain starts sending signals to pursue this new man even though she does not know anything about him other than how his presence makes her feel physically now instead of walking 
to improve intimacy with her current partner she is overcoming by lust for someone new now this uh, ideal intimate relationship scenario uh, some might say uh, involves a balanced combination of love and lust now after all lust uh, lusting after someone is typically an important uh, early phase of a long term partnership and uh, reigniting that uh, initial spark is a, a practice worth cultivating for uh, committed couples now how to tell if uh, it's love or lust now according to experts lust is a part of early stage of love like i said earlier after all you can't fall in love with someone you don't feel physically connected with now this is a common human psychology now however in some cases people don't progress to love and just remain in lust with uh, someone worse it becomes an unhealthy obsession now here are some signs that you might uh, not in be in love but yeah but simply just in lust according to uh, some people now uh, when you are primarily focusing in the other person love, like you know love can make you addicted to someone uh, especially during the early stages of relationship it's a part of the chemical process of uh, falling in love now however if you have uh, become obsessively focused on the other person that they are everything you can uh, think of all the time it's no longer no longer as uh, you know love according to psychologist and relationship expert uh, uh, there's a he's a great expert jonathan marshall i, I think you have heard of that uh, him now <clears throat> according to jonathan uh, when uh, the other person becomes your uh, like you know kind of a daily requirement it's too it's it, it's too much like when the person becomes your god when your inner compass gets lost in the relationship and in the other person then i think you are in trouble now uh, falling in love is a bit of a sickness because we go a bit insane but if uh, that insanity lasts for a long time and you can't find your inner compass then i think that's a sign uh, that it isn't in balance now when their growth or independent threatens you like you know that's also a sign like you are not in love but you are in lust now a real love is supportive like uh, it's uh, about wanting the best uh, for your partner even if sometimes that doesn't include you you know it's only lust or obsession like if the uh, person uh, success as an individual scares you it's always a lust now again matchmaking and relationship expert uh, uh, you know rory sasson explains like when someone is obsessed with you they might not like the idea of um, uh, idea like you are growing as a person or having as an independence but in healthy love each partner empowers another uh, to be the best version of themselves now if you love someone you want them to be happy and that involves letting them grow into a full capable person now when you are overthinking every little thing our first encounter with love is normally riddled with anxiety and insecurity that's completely normal now according to clinical psychologist dr z um it's uh, important to note that everyone has has uh, some relationship anxiety and that's to be expected like that's common however it's not healthy when the anxiety incap- incapacitates uh, you to do s- or to go to much ex- extent uh, 
so uh, doctor adds like however if you find yourself uh, hyper privilege uh, sorry i mean uh, hyper vigilant like you know for um, clues that something's wrong or you know uh, if if you experience a frequent distress that impacts your daily life uh, please take some time to address that everyone deserves to feel secure and connected in their relationships now real love uh, gives you comfort and security it does not add to your insecurities now what uh, another thing is idealization now in the you know in the early stages of love uh, it's natural to idealize certain things or a certain potential partner we want them to be uh, who we have always dreamed of now uh, author and psychiatrist dr uh, uh, orloff says in the early stages of relationship when the sex hormones are raging lust is fueled by idealization and projection you see what you hope someone uh, will be or need them to be rather than seeing the real person flaws and all but often uh, uh, when we really love someone we come to accept them for who they really are now include uh, the parts uh, we don't necessarily like like if you find yourself idealizing your partner too much or you are trying to make them somebody else now you know that's not true love that's like you know just making a toy out of something now it's all love about the sex now sexual chemistry is important i understand that in all romantic relationships now it's not just crucial during the early phases of dating but sex should be there to sustain intimacy now even when you have been together for years however if it uh, if it's all about sh- uh, only sex then it might uh, be just lust now real love is about companionship now the meeting of minds and friendship not only just a physical connection so doctor says like says like a pure lust is based solely on physical attraction and fantasy it often uh, dissipates when the real person surfaces now uh, it's the stage of uh, wearing uh, rose colored glasses like i said earlier when he or she can do no wrong like you know anything now intense romantic love can you know last for a lifetime like if you don't believe that love can last lifetime you should like you know you better believe it right now now according to a study published in the journal uh, of uh, social cognitive and affective neuroscience it is uh, rare but possible the researchers compared the active region of people in long term relationships to the brain activities of people who have just fallen in love and the surprising results indicate similar brain activities in both groups now according to psychology researchers like uh, adori uh, durapa Uh, so what uh, like uh, it has been stated like the key to the understanding uh, how to sustain a long term or uh, romantic love is to understand it a, a bit scientifically like you know like your brain uh, view a long term passionate love as a goal directed behavior or to attain rewards now if you want to sustain long for a uh, or sustain the love for a long time you need to keep uh, doing things that trigger the reward system in your days now durapa uh, um, advises like as we move from early stage uh, love to a long term love now our bond attachment grows like you know like a wife and a husband um, like and when we perform actions that makes our partner happy 
now we enhance and maintain the relationship by working uh, towards our goal of sustaining the rewards um, that i mentioned earlier so basically if we if we see from today's episode what we discussed and what we uh, found about love like it's it's like whether you are falling in love or for the first time or have been around uh, the block a time or two consider how how your brain is actually controlling your experience of love now we think that uh, love comes from the heart but the truth actually is that uh, is uh, the result of hard working brain my my, my dear uh, friends like trying to uh, make sense of the world we present it to on a regular regular basis like you know like people always say like we should uh, think with our heart and you know with work with our brain but trust me guys brain is there to think and heart only function is to pump blood and nothing else so like don't take me in a uh, in other sense but finding the person who is right for you can be difficult but when you do find them you need to understand how your brain is impacting your relationship only then you can understand if you are expecting true love or not so that's it for today um thank you guys for um having a great time and uh, if uh, if you like this uh, just spread away the love uh, with everyone and um, share <clears throat> share it and follow my channel uh, till then see you for the next time thank you guys bye bye